missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, the Morning Sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Go way back. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Beef, barley, soup, tomato, tortellini. Their coffee this morning is sea salt caramel, and then, of course, it's Meatball Monday, Shaw. Of course it is. Morning sickness, Monday morning throwback, brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston, the best little sub shop you never heard of, as I mentioned. 2014, right around Valentine's Day, we decided to have the love intern answer questions about common relationship issues. Hmm. Who played the role of our love intern? I'm going to go Scrady. Yes, the big guy. How do you deal... With the subject of, hey, my mom and dad are coming into town. They're going to stay in the guest bedroom. You need to go in there and move some stuff around. Can't wait to see them. But I got to warn you, I have a really busy weekend. I'm going to be working a lot this coming weekend. That's, so that's how I, I will help get it. things ready for them. Yep. And you may just not see yep. me a lot Let's while do they're this. here. I can't wait to see them and be here on Friday night. But on Saturday and Sunday, not I so got much. this and this and not this so and this going around. on that I already had planned. So that's how I handle it. That's what I did. How about complaining about uh, Division things of in your relationship oh, no. to everybody except the person that it involves? No, yeah, Walking don't around, do that. complaining, telling stories, bitching about it at work, and you're not really doing That's it. That's what you guys are for, though. I tell you guys See, everything. How you're supposed to be there. doing this? Yes. Avoid it at yeah. home. Bring it to work. That's no, what right. I do. No, I that's don't think that's what I do. good. I don't think that's right. Yeah, that you're bad-mouthing them to everybody else, but actually well, not, to the person that they can do something about. Asking advice, all right? Asking advice. Complaining? Yeah. How about uh, she comes to you and says, we don't talk anymore. I feel like we've drifted apart. Let's get divorced. (laughs) (laughs) Answering questions as only he can. Our our really good buddy, Scratty. I miss him so much. Mm -hmm. Uh, I talk to him every once in a while, but he's busy doing his his own damn thing now. And uh, that is the Monday morning throwback this week. If you want to hear the rest of our conversation with the love intern, from 2014, go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com and check out the Monday Morning Throwback in its entirety, courtesy of the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the Morning Sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Try your mom in a uh, facility, right? Sort of like an old person thing? Yeah, 55 plus. Your mom is? Currently, she is living in an assisted living. My mom is not yet, but I have a feeling that is where it's trending. Either of your moms still have their vehicle at these facilities? No, mine does not. My mom sold hers to us last year. I remember that story mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Then you don't have to worry about this, Shaw. What happened? Seniors at... Oh, the- boy. The Villages mm. Retirement Florida. Community in Florida. Don't have a place to go cheat, so they're going <laughs> out to their car to do it. Is that what you're telling me? Are supposedly tying loofahs 
to the tops of their cars to let people know that they're in on the swing and action. The loofah lets them know? The loofah. Instead of a garage door opener or a key party. This is a loofah. Right. How are we going to know? We can't drag our fire pit into the front yard. (laughs) Right? Into the driveway. So we have to let people know. We don't have any parties with garage doors because we don't have any garage doors. Like a bath loofah? Like a loofah. Like a soapy. Only old people have one. Soapy loofah. Right. It's... It's soft, but it also exfoliates, right? So I tie my loofah up there. Mm-hmm. That means... And, and apparently... for love. Here we go. Ready? Start the engine on the whoop-ass machine. <laughs> different colors mean different things. Oh, boy. For oh, example... Here we go. Yes. A purple loofah on your roof rack means you like to watch. You're not there to participate. You're just there to, to, to view the action, to see how buttery things can get. If you have a teal loofah, very specific... That means you swing both ways. ACDC, Shaw. You go guys and gals mm-hmm. and anything in between. Teal? Teal. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> is there a color up? code chart for this? Apparently, this there thing? is. If you go to the internet, there's everything. Okay. Uh, of course, not everybody is convinced that this is really a thing. Seniors are apparently tying loofahs to their cars. They're definitely doing what, it. Like they're testing it or no, something? No, they're doing it, and there's no question about it because there's pictures of these things, but they're saying that the true explanation is is much more innocent that apparently it's just a way for them to identify their vehicle from other cars because maybe they all because everybody the same, drives a buick they all drive a buick or a cadillac shaw uh the same rumor about swinging was making the rounds on reddit a while ago uh so someone who claimed to work at the villages weighed in and said that it doesn't mean that they're swingers they just need help finding their car in parking lots and having a loofah on oh, top okay, on. i don't loofah, buy that though. at yeah, all that i either. could find my co- well, we'll put a loofah, sticker on right. it or something you press the button and it beeps loofah's cheap it's visible. Yes. And it, you know, I don't know. Hold up to the elements. Hold up to the elements, right? It's not going to disintegrate in the rain no. or, or whatever. No. Or, or No. You what can find you another way. What I'm not start? tying a loofah to find my car in a parking lot. I, there's well, other ways. Well, you're not an old be, person yet. I mean, I, you're getting there. But, but it doesn't, there's lots of other options out there. Well, it just so happens. What if you start that, with like a teal one and the sun starts to fade it, starts uh-oh. to bleach it out. Next thing you know, you got a color you're not supposed to have. And then you're getting invited to these parties and all of a sudden Steve is behind you and you're like, no. Steve, no, <laughs> it wasn't teal, Steve. It wasn't teal. No. No. If the loofah thing means something and then people are just accidentally deciding to mark their cars with a loofah because they can't find them, I don't buy it. Shaw, do you buy it? No, I'm not buying it. See? Well, if you show up. I think they're swingers. They don't want to admit it. If you show up and mom's got a loofah or asks you to buy one for her Mm -hmm. for her birthday, Shaw, say, no, you get a sponge and a face cloth. Because if if they were real old people, they'd be doing it for holidays. They'd they'd have something marked on their car for the season. It'd be a Valentine's Day thing. I can find my Buick because I've got the the thing. Reindeer ears. Reindeer ears. They do a thing. It'd be a St. Patrick's. It'd be some sort of, like, they'd get out some sort of seasonal thing and... The Easter egg. Mine's the one with the cute little bunny ears or something. They wouldn't put a loofah on there. I don't buy it at all. Leave the depends on for this one. Is that how it works, Shaw? <laughs> That's not a thing. What color is loofah? Is that? I don't want to think about that. Either. That's not. You took, you're taking it fun. Sexy loofah party? No. Hey, you- man. Good for them. They're horny. They want to do it. Let them do it. Right? Makes the facility... A much happier Boy, place Bingo to night be. is a whole right. different story. Mm-hmm. Let's get this over with. It's almost 6 p.m. I got to get to bed. <laughs> Man, I've got some dry skin. You know what I need? A loofah. A good loofah. So I got to bring the butter. Yeah, buttery <laughs> up. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Good morning. Good morning to you, too.
Jags and Shores. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. In Kentucky, a man was arrested after allegedly breaking into two homes and hiding under a sheet. William Brewer. You can't see me. <laughs> Boo. That's how you play hide and seek with right. two-year-olds. He's charged with second-degree burglary and resisting arrest. It happened Thursday morning. A neighbor told investigators a man had broken glass out of her back door. She then ran upstairs and hid in a bedroom with her granddaughters. Meanwhile, another neighbor told police that she believed the suspect had been in her home. An officer then saw some movement under the sheets in a back room of the home Ooh, and found the suspect hiding under them. Somebody's tr- been sleeping right? in my bed. Brewer tried to run uh, when the cop spotted him, but he was uh, quickly arrested and put in handcuffs. He told them it, it happened because he was on drugs and then he home. was just looking for a place to sleep. There's nobody home. Uh, here's maybe the weirdest story of the weekend. 35-year-old guy in Oregon got arrested after he left a dead fish outside the house from the movie The Goonies. Then he stole a boat and had to be rescued by the Coast Guard. So he wanted to prank the house by leaving a dead fish? I guess. Nobody really knows what that means. Okay. Uh, the man's name is Jericho Labonte. Uh, last Wednesday, he went to the Goonies house in Oregon, the one that Sean Astin's character Mikey lived in. Yeah. A security Which camera. sold for like a million right. dollars. A security camera caught him leaving a dead fish on the porch for some reason. The only dead fish in the movie is when they step on the, like, rake at the restaurant. And the, remember the... the the handle of the rake comes up yeah, and there's yeah. a dead ah, they freak out and then they run into the building. That's the only time you see really a dead fish. Well, two days after that incident, the Coast Guard was doing some training nearby when they got a mayday call from a boat that was caught in rough seas. A helicopter showed up to rescue the person. Turned out to be the same guy, and it turned out the boat was stolen. It's amazing he survived because there's crazy footage of him uh, about to jump in the water when a huge wave capsizes his boat. Uh. The Coast Guard did manage to save him, though. They took him to a hospital. He was treated for mild hypothermia, but they didn't know he had stolen the boat yet or was wanted for that weird fish thing, so they let him go. Uh, once people saw photos from the rescue, cops connected the dots and tracked him down at a homeless shelter where he was staying under a fake name. He's facing charges for theft, criminal mischief, endangering another person, and unauthorized use of a vehicle. One of my buddies was like, dude, you will not believe what just happened. Like, check this out. But he pulls out this gigantic fish and just places it. You know, being from Kansas City, like, you got to wonder... You know, is the guy sending a message that I'm going to be sleeping with the fishes or something, you know? The connections were being made that it was the same person and that he was at the hospital. And by the time we got involved, he'd been released from the hospital. Would have got away with it, too. Right. For you meddling kids. Mm -hmm. Uh, You probably seen the ads and maybe wondered what they're really all about. He gets us. The Jesus thing. Yeah, that's a tagline that's uh, been popping up in banner ads online, on highway billboards, and soon in Super Bowl commercials. Things are so annoying. The he is Jesus Christ. And the ads say things like, Jesus was a refugee, and Jesus was sick of hypocrisy, too. But, Dad, I'm Jesus Christ. And while it's clear that while what the mar- or who the marketing campaign is about, the ads' goals and the money behind them are a little bit harder to figure out. Uh, it turns out that one of the main founders is the Green family. These are the folks behind Hobby Lobby. There's a whole bunch of evangelical folks who've kind of joined them as well, but they've tried to be pretty discreet about exactly who's funding it. It costs an incredible amount of money to air an ad in the Super Bowl. It's estimated this group is going to spend some two or $20 million to run two ads oh during gosh. the Super Bowl. That's exactly what Jesus would do with $12 million. Holy moly. Jesus would take that $12 million and advertise for himself. That's exactly what Jesus would do. Rather mm-hmm. than use it to feed poor people oh or house poor people or try to make the world a better place, he would 
would buy commercials. Buy television advertising. During the Super Bowl. The most expensive time to buy television advertising. To let people know that he exists. The power of Christ. That's exactly what Jesus Mm -hmm. would do with $12 million. A bank robber in New Jersey wore dirty socks on his hands, possibly to to make sure that he didn't leave any fingerprints behind. But as he was leaving, he dropped the money he stole. He leaned down to pick it up. That's when an empty Corona bottle fell out of his pocket. (laughs) He left it behind, and cops found his DNA on it and made an arrest. Slipper socks. Medium. Mm-hmm. Guy to Walmart in Pennsylvania apparently wasn't happy about having to wait in line. Yeah, nobody is. So he poured bleach, motor oil, dish soap, and syrup all over the floor. Then he came back a few days later and did it again, this time with pickles and hot sauce. Oh, you got to waste pickles right? like that? Come on, man. And a 21-year-old man is accused of running naked through a hotel in Des Moines, Iowa, while wielding a toilet plunger and pulling fire alarms. We're going streaking! Trevin Wayne Hill, arrested and charged with assault while displaying a dangerous weapon. Was he, though? Uh, He approached a victim in the 18th floor stairwell at the Des Moines Marriott downtown while holding a toilet plunger. First of all, who uses the stairway at an 18th floor hotel? Well, a naked guy with a toilet plunger in hand. The naked man yelled, I'm going to expletive deleted get you as he chased the victim. Multiple people saw this guy pulling fire alarms throughout the hotel. He was running on several floors swinging the plunger until he was subdued by police. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? I have now at the Marriott. He's pleaded not guilty to the charges. What? He pled not guilty? Come on, man. We're going streaking! I was with the naked guy with a plunger running around a hotel because that just sounds like something went wrong on like a bachelor thing or they went gambling for the night and things just got turned up, but the, the assaulting people is yeah. not otherwise. Yeah, I like the, uh, we're going streaking. It's you can't be fine. doing that. You can't be running around assaulting people and uh, and threatening them Mm-mm. with the, the Just the running around? Yeah. Uh, Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Might have been a little bit of that involved. Huh? <laughs> Might have been a little bit of the old yum-yum powder. Maybe. <laughs> Might have been a little bit the old brown Sally there. You Might know what I'm saying, Shaw? Might, Might have been. been. Might have been. He's not even from Des Moines. He's from Vegas, He was right? visiting. That's what I'm saying. Things he came, well, saw, you know, he took look, his pants. Iowa can be pretty boring. All right, let's see. What happens right, in Shaw? Iowa doesn't stay in Iowa. Shaw, you know about Iowa. You grew up there. I you, did. You people, you got so bored, you buried your refrigerator in the backyard. Absolutely. You peed in a can. Got to make up things to do. <laughs> this guy was just. I'm just visiting having Iowa. A weekend. Doing. What he was Iowans having a do. weekend. That was all. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for further developments, which will be broadcast immediately as received. We've got more of the best of the morning sickness in just a bit. Hell yeah, bitch! <laughs> the best of the morning sickness with Brian and Gene, only on 95.7 The Rock. <laughs> No big surprise, but Valentine's Day is going to cost you a lot more this year yeah. than it did last year, Sean. Shocking. Just don't take her out for breakfast the next day. You'll save on eggs. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Do you and Mary do anything at all? What do you mean? For, for Valentine's, Valentine's Day? Cook a nice meal, yeah, probably. Yeah, I normally make a nice meal. But you guys make nice meals all the time. Yeah. But is this like an extra special, hey, Mary, let's do something nice for Valentine's Day? Or Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she'll pick the menu. Oh, what what's on the menu this he's, year? He's, wow. I don't know. Oftentimes it's chicken cacciatore. That tends to be one of her favorites. All right. Mm. Date night? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Maybe this weekend instead yeah, of on Tuesday? Cook, yeah, we. I don't think we'll go out, but we'll probably cook something good. Annual survey by the National Retail Federation says the average American expects to spend... 
$192.80 on Valentine's Day this year. Uh, Yeah. By the way, that is uh, up from last year's number, which was 175, but down from 196 in 2020. Really? COVID, Shaw. We're like, ah. We're splurging then. We're not going anywhere and with a little bit of self care, you know what I mean? We had those government checks. (laughs) Yeah. Fourteen hundred bucks. Now look at us. Can't afford eggs. It all comes back to you in the end, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Lincoln Park. Uh, most people, by the way, are planning to spend the same on their significant others and family members as last year. Roughly about one hundred and thirty bucks. The increase this year is non Valentine's category uh, gifts for pets. Who the hell buys Valentine's <laughs> Day presents for their pets? Look, I love my dogs and my cat, and we certainly get them some treats at Christmas. You know what I mean? Put them in the stocking. It's all fun and games, whatever. But, like, I'm not going and getting Valentine's Day presents for my dogs. Heart-shaped dog treats. Uh, also, uh, in the non-Valentine category, friends, co-workers, classmates, and teachers. So those cards. Mm-hmm. They right? add up. Can you do that anymore? They don't do it anymore, right? Is oh, that yeah, they do. The kids, they can't bring that because, like. The no, same, they bring them. Is that still a thing? I thought, mm-hmm. like, they were to be more inclusive. So you wouldn't no, write a I, nasty message for the girl who picks her nose. Usually you give it to everyone in your class. Okay. You don't. All right. Uh, people ages 35 to 44 plan to spend the most, which is $336. Jesus, what are you doing? That's a hell of a meal. Yeah. Uh, followed by people ages 25 to 34 who plan to spend about 238 Yeah, I suppose. I mean, a really, dude, if you go out for a really nice meal, like a like a one time. Well, and you're sending flowers maybe, too, on mm-hmm. top of that. And- We've been to the, when we go to the Wisconsin Dells to see shows, you know, or whatever, or we'll mm-hmm. go up there for whatever reason, we go to the Dell Bar. And fantastic restaurant, love it, but it can get a little spendy. <laughs> you said, you know, crab mm-hmm. and steaks, and you know, it's a one-time thing. We're not really, we're not going there every night of the week, Sean. Right. Fifty-seven uh, percent of people will pick up candy. Forty percent will purchase greeting cards. Yep. Other people are going to shell out for more expensive stuff like flowers, a nice evening out, an experience, right? Going somewhere, mm-hmm. jewelry, gift cards, and clothing. Of course, not everybody celebrates Valentine's Day. Uh, among the people who don't, 28% will still mark the day in some way with some sort of non-Valentine's Day gifts, like maybe treating themselves, going to a spa or something like that. But we're going to be spending more money this year. No mm-hmm. big surprise, Shaw. Guys, here's a tip, by the way. If oh, oh, here we go. Looking to do some uh, Valentine shopping for your loved one. Yes. If you're going chocolates, don't wait until the day before Valentine's Day to go stand in line at the sweet shop where the line is filled with dudes and it goes practically to the corner. How about don't wait for the last day for anything you're buying for Valentine's well, that's Day? Probably Flowers. True. I just got caught up in that one once. Chocolates. Don't call the day before and try to make a reservation. <laughs> that ain't happening. They're gonna be like, <laughs> well, this weekend even is going to be busy. Yeah, yeah going to be difficult. So uh, best of luck to you. Try to plan ahead. Maybe wait till the weekend after. You know what I mean? And say, you know what? It doesn't have to be on the 14th. It, it could be on the 17th. Mm-hmm. Right, Shaw? Sure. How many guys were in line before you? <laughs> Too many. Yeah, I bet. Were you just taking one of the stuff? Just it's like, okay, it. just give me some chocolate. Just I don't give me whatever care. you got. Whatever you got, put it in the bag. all guys. It was so funny. <laughs> Mr. Expert over there. That doesn't surprise me. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot, Cock. We've seen people trying to smuggle lots of stuff into jail, but here's a new one. A guy in Georgia is facing charges 
after trying to smuggle in two bags of chicken wings. His name is Michael Dixon. Guards at this jail near Atlanta saw him sneaking around outside the lobby. He Mm -hmm. had a box cutter Mm -hmm. with him. It's Mm -hmm. not clear if he was trying to smuggle that in or not, but he did bring plenty of other stuff. They found a bag hidden in a bush outside with tons of stuff in it, including what looks like three or four dozen hot wings that were fully Mm. cooked. Mm, Okay, I was going to ask. The bag also contained weed, cocaine, cigarettes, lighters, cell phones, chargers, a set of AirPods, jewelry, and two sets of Allen wrenches and some glue. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Guards found a broken window in one person's cell, so that's how the inmates were planning to get everything in. uh He's now facing charges for drug possession, criminal trespass, and entering a jail with a weapon. Cooked, but they'd been cooled down. Right. They were were cooled down, Mm -hmm. right? They were ready to be eaten. What are you going to do with jewelry? I don't know, other than use it as barter, maybe? Maybe, yeah. Uh, This guy thought he got a great deal on a flight halfway around the world, but he didn't quite make it that far. Uh A guy named... Kingsley Burnett lives in New York, recently booked his dream vacation to Australia. He was supposed to land in Sydney and then hop on a cruise ship, but he didn't even make it out of the U.S. It turned out he did book a flight to Sydney, but it was Sydney, Montana, a small town near the North Dakota border. White snow. At that point, I knew I was in trouble. It's a matter of acronyms, S-Y-D as opposed to S-D-Y. Somebody has to fix that. He was really funny. Kingsley came and he goes, I've got a problem. For Carol, it was not a paycheck. It was a human being she was dealing with. Montana didn't have kangaroos. It had Carol. And that was good enough for me. He ended up staying overnight in Billings, then flew back to New York. Uh, again, as he explained, yeah. the whole thing happened because he was trying to book the cheapest flight possible, and the airport codes are similar. Sydney, Australia is SYD, Sydney, Montana, SDY. The good news is Kingsley is not throwing in the towel. He has rebooked his trip to Australia for this June. Oh, Montana, not mm-hmm. Australia, very not. And zookeepers in Japan have been trying to figure out how a small 10-pound ape named Mamo got pregnant while in isolation. But I know. She's the type of ape called a white-handed gibbon. They knew it was not a virgin birth scenario, but the only males nearby were in their own cages and couldn't access her, or so they thought. Mm-hmm. The zoo recently DNA tested her baby and found out the father was an ape in a cage next door. And oh, then man. when they figured out the two of them got it on through a small hole in the wall less uh, than a centimeter wide. An ape you know what they glory call those, hole. Right? Yeah. Uh, zookeepers are now planning to move him in with Mamo so they can all be a family. Uh, Where there's a will, there's a way, right? This guy was getting it from the other side of the wall. Right? Through the wall. Come on over here. Let's chat. As close as I can get, but here you go. Yeah, usually the lights are dim and there's some uh, adult movies in the background, Shaw. And no, he found You never know who's going to be on the other side of that wall, Shaw. <laughs> could you never be, know who's going to be over be, there. Could, could be, be the your love neighbor, of your Steve. life. Could, could be... be l- could be your next wife. Could be your next ex-wife, Shaw. You never know who's on it's the true. other side of that wall. That's it's, the mystery of it all. It's hard to tell, Shaw. It just could be any old person over there doing stuff to you. Mm-hmm. And you got to trust that they're going to do nice stuff, not bad stuff. <laughs> you put your stuff in through that hole and you never know, Shaw, something bad can happen. I would never do that. It's a mystery. I mean, you don't you really know. You couldn't pay me to try that. No way. Put your sensitive junk in, in the hole and hope something good happens. <laughs> not knowing what's no, on the other side. Know. Not in a million years am I doing that, Shaw. <laughs> Hell no. Too sound advice. Too sensitive down there, and I just I can't run the risk of anything bad happening. Well, don't you think? I mean, he's smelling and got the situation. I mean, they've already talked about the fact you're going to oh, put I'm your sure bits up against this fence, and I'm going to put my on. bits up against this fence. Yeah.
It's a fence packed, Shaw. They made it. They agreed. We're going to go to the I'm fence sure, at 3.10 yeah, sure, yeah. p.m. I'm sure there's a you lot of that going bits, on. You put your bits. I'll put my bits. Yeah. And yeah. we're going to do it through the fence. I don't even want to know about the smells in those places. I'm sure it's not good. A lot of bodily fluids. A lot of DNA, Shaw. Well, it was a zoo. Well, the, so, yeah, but I'm talking, you know, human style. Well, that's a whole different fence. That's what I'm saying. This is a zoo fence and monkey fence. That monkey didn't care. He was, you know, he's mm-hmm. desperate. He's over on the other side with all these other dudes. I got nothing but fence, man. <laughs> I'm trying. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Due to trademark and copyright laws, we've swapped out the first letters to make this bit legal to broadcast according to NFL rules. Don't miss Booper Soul Sisty Fevin. It's the chances Kitty Seifs against the Philadelphia Feagles. Watch the quarterback matchup between the Seifs, Matrick Mahomes, and the Feagles, Aylan Jertz. And don't miss the Booper Soul Shaft Time Ho featuring Rihanna. Eat some Wiccan Chings, drink some Deers, and enjoy the big game. Fox football on your TIG Benfoot screen, Sis Thunday. It's Booper Soul, Sisty Fevin, only on Fox. <laughs> it's funny how weird people get, especially in our industry, about saying Super Bowl. Because mm-hmm. you can't say it if you're advertising a product or service, right? Uh, unless it's licensed by the NFL. Right. But we can say it because we're promoting the game and the betting and all can't that. can't say it in a commercial. No. You have to beep it out, right? Unless the commercial... Has been paid for by the NFL or something? Okay. All right. Uh, But the Super Bowl, of course, this weekend, and this is the one you wanted. Prop bets. Here we go. Yes. Lots of prop bets out there, Shaw. Obviously, the length of the national anthem is a big one. Will it be over two minutes and five seconds or under? Over, under. Two minutes and five seconds. Mm -hmm. Over is a safe bet at about 57%. Length of the word brave in the national anthem. (laughs) Right? Very specific. The last word where they usually carry it out. Mm-hmm. Will it be over five seconds or under? So the over-under is five seconds. Over is about 67% likely, Shaw. So if you want to win some serious money, then take the under. Uh, will there be a scoring drive that's shorter than the national anthem? <laughs> Odds makers say yes. It's a little over 64% likely that that will happen. Mahomes can move the ball quickly, man. Yeah. Especially if he needs to pick up those points, you know? Really get it down the field. Will a player record an octopus? Do you know what an octopus is? I don't. Must involve the number eight somehow. It does. So uh, it's when the same player who scores a touchdown also scores the two point conversion. So you pick up all eight points. So maybe you run the, you know, you're the running back and you score the touchdown, then you go back in and you get the two point conversion. Uh, The answer is no. 93% likely that this will not happen. So if you put money on the fact that it will happen and it does happen, you could win real big, Shaw. Real big. 93% likely that that will not happen. Will both Jason and Travis Kelsey <laughs> score a touchdown? I doubt it. Jason's a center. You can win big-time money betting on the, oh, yes on this because the chances are less than 1%. Right. Less than 1. Jason, of course, is center for the Eagles, so he's not an eligible receiver. He'd have to pick up a fumble mm-hmm. and rumbling, bumbling, stumbling, as Chris uh-huh. Berman would say, mm-hmm. uh, and return it to the end zone for a touchdown. So unlikely that that will be the case. What song will Rihanna sing first? Mm. During her halftime show. Yeah, there's show. always one about the Please singer. don't stop the music. Mm-hmm. Please don't stop the music. That has the best odds at 25%. She's got what? Ponda Replay. That was her first hit. She's got this Don't Stop the Music. She's got Umbrella. She can't do the S&M song, right? It's family friendly. Chains and Whips excite me. She can't do that one, right? Mm. What, what color eyeshadow will Rihanna wear? The odds say clear or none at 71%. Interesting. 
she, very specific. Is she not known for wearing very much makeup? Uh, what will Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts throw first, a touchdown or an interception? Hmm. Back to the game. Uh, if you're a Philly fan, good news, it's 73% likely to be a touchdown. And then last but not least, prop bets, Shaw. These are just a few of them uh, that are available. There's a bazillion. You know, we got Gatorade mm-hmm, colors. Mm-hmm. we got all that oh, stuff. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, which Anheuser-Busch product will get the first commercial? Plenty to choose from. At 37%, Budweiser has the best odds. Michelob Ultra yeah, Organic sure. Seltzer is the long shot at 12.5% of the uh, huh. of the betting. So there you go. Some of the prop bets that are out there, obviously, you can make There's prop m- bets. Many, 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 uh-huh. many, many more than that. Are you on any boards, Shaw? You got any boards? I am no? not, actually. Oh, I, shoot. I forgot to bring my money. I'm on one here. Are you the upstairs one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I have a dot because I forgot my uh, money. I had a dot, and then I got my change, so <laughs> now I'm good. Uh, uh, the dot got uh, removed. But uh, so I'm paid up. I'm good on that one. I don't know what my numbers are because I don't think the board's filled out. Nope. I do have, this is interesting, Shaw. I have 7-1 on a tip. Uh, for the fourth quarter on one of my boards mm-hmm. that I've got, which is nice because the uh, Madden simulation says that the Eagles will beat the Chiefs 31-7. to Ooh. So if that's the case, I'll end up uh, with a little bit of cash. I got a couple other boards I'm on. I, I don't know exactly what my numbers are, but I don't think they're very good. Best of luck to you this weekend if you're betting on the Super Bowl. I like it. No, I love it. Keep listening. More of the best of the morning sickness is coming up. Where's this coming from, man? 95.7 The Rock. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I paid a fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators. We love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing, you're killing me, Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time to not be nice. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. $20 of my morning show money up for grabs, courtesy of GECU, the friendly credit union. Jean has faith in you today, Shaw. She's <gasps> feeling good with the weather. Okay. Sunny and 45 today, and she's projecting that good vibe onto you. Alrighty, I'll take it. But as always, it's not really about Jean's opinion. It's about caller 15. 608-784-0957 is the number. Who's this? Nathan. Nathan, are you familiar with how this game is played? I am. Uh... All right, Nathan, do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote, or is he not going to know the movie quote? Most definitely not today. <laughs> hey, I gave all that sunshine and positivity and glass, run, glass runneth over, and you say, no way, Jose? <laughs> Sorry about that. Man, That's wow. all right. Nathan, what are you going to do with my morning show money if you win, Jeez. dude? I'm just going to donate it back to y'all. Oh, well, that's very nice. There's your glass runneth over. Mm-hmm. Donating it back to the Rock Foundation. If Shaw is... Unable to identify this movie quote. Gene thinks you're going to get it. Nathan does not. If you don't get it, the 20 bucks goes into the Rock Foundation. If you do get it, we'll add $10 to it, and it'll be 30 bucks next week. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Very famous movie. Not a highly recognizable voice. Oh, that doesn't help. Listen closely. I love you, Laura. <laughs> I can't live without you. I won't let you live without me. Oh, man. Terrifying. Want to hear that again? Yes, please. Catch what he said? Not entirely, no. Listen closely. I love you, Laura. (laughs) I can't live without you. 
can't you live without me? Oh. What did he say there, Shaw? I can't live without you, and I won't let you live without me, I think. Mm-hmm. That is what he said. Part of what he said. There's a little bit at the beginning you missed, but you want to hear one more time? Yeah, better. All right, listen closely. I love you, Laura. <laughs> I can't live without you. And I won't let you live without me. Sounds kind of like Liam Neeson. Yeah, it does. It's not Liam scary. Neeson. It's not Liam Neeson. No, you're right. It is scary. You want to take a stab at it there, bud? Um, I was going to guess a Liam Neeson movie. <laughs> uh, I guess that's out the window. Uh, it's not Liam. I couldn't even tell you who the actor is. I don't I don't even know what his name is. Um, uh, I, I'm not. Nothing's coming to me here. Drawing a blank, huh? I kind of am, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's just say it's uh, Batman. I don't know. And go for two. <laughs> Batman two. <laughs> uh, keep going. You want to go for three? Yeah, Batman, <laughs> Batman three? three. Batman Returns. <laughs> no. Batman Forever. <laughs> Dark Knight. <laughs> Guess no. it wasn't Batman. Eh? It wasn't Batman. No. It was. It was a movie that came out on this day in 1991, starring Julia. Gulia? Roberts. Sleeping with the Enemy, Shaw. Oh, I saw that movie. Right at the yeah, end. She was trying to escape a battering husband. She did. And then he found her. Yeah. Because she took up swimming lessons. Uh-huh. And he went and talked to her mom. Found the wedding ring and all that stuff and tracked her down. And at the end, she's got the gun pointed at him. And he says, I can't live without you. I'm not going to let you live without me. And then, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Oh, she Ooh. lights his ass up. Like a birthday cake. Mm-hmm. And then he gets a hold of the gun and turns it on her, and all of a sudden, click, click, click. It was empty. Ha. That's why you always unload the clip, Shaw. Mm-hmm. And they can't take your gun and shoot back at you. Julia Roberts, not Julia Gulia. Yeah, I didn't recognize the actual quote there. I have no idea what the guy's name is. Hmm. I couldn't tell you. I, I, I no idea. He's creepy in the movie, though. But yeah, very. Had to have everything perfect. He was meticulous, right? Mm-hmm. The towels mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Yeah. She learned to swim so she could leave him. Mm-hmm. Sorry, buddy. You didn't get it right. 20 bucks of my morning show money going into the Rock Foundation. $10 well, next that's week. That's good news. Nathan, you were correct. Never have faith in the shot when it comes to movie clothes. I'm ready to rock when you are. So let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7. The Rock. Well, you've heard of Jack Daniels. How about Jack Knifed Daniels? Uh-oh. In Greensboro, North Carolina, a highway ramp had to be closed due to a crash involving spilled whiskey. Oh. A ro- road cameras show a tractor trailer and boxes of Jack Daniels whiskey scattered all over the road. Crews worked for hours to clean up all these spilled whiskey bottles. Mm, I had a lot bad. of help from my friend Jack Daniels. Right? <laughs> Uh, oh, an industrial man. bakery. Were people stealing it? Were people terrible. stealing it? Like the unbroken that, bottles? No, I, did, I just saw a still photo. I didn't see any video, but it, it doesn't appear that there's a crowd gathered okay. necessarily. I think they police I blocked it off. I saw there was a Bud Light truck that also uh, tipped over and uh, people yeah, were well. running out onto the highway stealing <laughs> Bud Light. Uh, an industrial bakery in Toronto, Canada has been fined $50,000 after one of its workers suffered serious injuries while cleaning an industrial dough mixer known as a dough chunker. Dough chunker? Yeah. That doesn't sound safe at all. 
two workers were cleaning the dough chunker, which was inside oh, yeah. a gated and fenced-off zone. Yeah, if you got a gated and fenced uh, yeah, it off, that thing is deadly. It's controlled by safety gates, which should prevent the dough chunker from starting when they're open. However, oh, yeah. whenever a worker is inside the gated zone, the power is required to be off and the safety gates left open. Nope. Well, one of the bakery's employees was inside that gated zone yeah. to clean the mixer. Stay away from the dough chunker. While no. another worker was at the control panel, the second worker, contrary to safety procedures, closed the safety gates and reset the system. Oh. The worker cleaning the dough chunker was seriously injured oh, yeah. by like the rotating like blades. Time to make the donuts. No. Mm. Time to get that guy out of the dough right. chunker. Dude. I think I dated a couple of girls in college that I nicknamed <laughs> dough, dough chunker. They are dangerous and you need supervision when you, you got to be, be around careful them. when they're up on top, Shaw. Them dough careful. chunkers will put a hurt. One. Mm-hmm. One. Make sure your mattress is on the floor One for that one. Time. You don't want to have legs <laughs> on your bed. Uh, the Minnesota DNR rescued a bear that had been stuck in a northern Minnesota ditch for at least several days. Oh, no. What was it doing in the ditch? It was stuck. The nearly 400-pound bear had apparently been hibernating in a culvert and was then forced out by melting snow. The bear wound up in some deep snow beside a road and fields near Rosso, Minnesota. That's where passersby saw it. The DNR sent a bear biologist to help, and he discovered evidence that people had tried to dig out the bear and feed it. No. They found a box of Pop-Tarts, a head of lettuce, uh, cat food and Swedish fish candy the bear is at the sleeping. scene. Leave the bear alone. Yeah, the DNR said the bears don't typically eat in the winter, so he had not snacked on any of the offerings. Yeah. Got bears. Uh, they gave the bear anesthesia, uh-huh. uh, began digging him out, and found that he'd almost made it out of the culvert himself, but had gotten his right leg stuck in some hard-packed snow and ice. It took five people to lift the bear out. They don't have a crane up there or, uh, or forklift or anything? No. Gotta get Bob. The bears can smell the menstruation. Steve, oh, Bob, Gary, no. Del- Delbert, and Peter. You We're sure Trained them up good. Make right. sure you get, or you lift him up. Come on, Shaw. Let's lift Boy, this bear up. They Boy. then sent the bear to a state game sanctuary us. nearby to let him relax and yeah, recover, us. apparently. Uh, here's a story out of Milwaukee where a man named Eric Gross. It's dark, man. Got a dart in your neck. Mr. Bear, you got a dart in your neck. <laughs> You're crazy. Why are these guys trying to get me out of this culvert? Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to take a nap down here. Oh, thanks for the Pop-Tarts. Right. I know Starbucks is expensive, but not this expensive. A guy in Tulsa named Jesse Odell went to a Starbucks and got his normal order, an iced Americano and a caramel frappuccino for his wife. Normally, it costs about 10 bucks. But then his wife went to pay for something. That's at pretty a, cheap for two coffees. For two coffees at, at a Starbucks, yeah. Said what? He, he went, uh, his wife went to pay for something at a store a few days later, and her card was declined. So she checked her bank account and realized Starbucks had charged Jesse almost $4,500. It was $4,444.44. This is a real shock. We contacted their customer service helpline probably 30, 40 times that day. They assured us that they are sending new checks. But as of today, we still have not fully finished this situation. We still haven't received checks. So they got checks and then the checks bounced. The checks bounced. So now they're being issued new checks, but they haven't received them yet. Uh, This happened back in early January. So they're still dealing with all of this. Uh, that turns out, according to a manager, a number four on their credit card machine they used was sticky, oh. so it accidentally tacked on a tip of $4,444.44. Wow, that's going to get resolved, right? Well, yeah, but yeah. these people are well, like, you hey. You think it is, but they got a check and the check bounced, too. And then now you're like, what the hell, man? Yeah. Oh, you Aren't you Starbucks? You right? Your check shouldn't give me bounce. my four grand? And if you're going to do drugs, well, that's on you. Do drugs. But at least find a toilet when you need to do your business. A dog in England almost died the other day after eating a random meth head's poop. 
A dog walker named Chris Johnson in London posted about it on Facebook. He said that when a large breed dog was walking near a lake, it came across some feces and decided to sample the goods. As, I just want to eat my own poop. It's just- as dogs do. Yeah. Uh, their dog ended up getting sick that night and had to go to the vet. The vet told them that they were pretty sure the poop came from someone who does a lot of meth. And if a smaller dog had eaten it, it would have died. Oh, my God. He's posted about it to let other people this in the area the know. Weirdest. And it turns out at least one other person had a similar story about their dog as well. Everybody's really sick from that restaurant. <laughs> but it wasn't the restaurant. Oh, no, no, no. Lillian, oh, no. where are you going? I need a bathroom. No! <laughs> It happened. It happened. Don't you dare ruin that dress. Don't you dare kill that dog. Don't you dare. That's scary. Weird, weird news. The meth tweakers out there in the woods Mm. pooping. And then the dog says, ooh, snack. Gross. Weird. Well, and look, look, dogs do what dogs do. Yeah. Maybe keep a better eye on your dog when you're out for a walk. Like, hey, Winston, don't be eating that poop over there. Mm Could have come from a method. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Vibrant is not a laxative and works with your body's natural process. Simply swallow with a glass of water. Vibrant's unique drug-free approach uses gentle vibrations to stimulate the colon mechanically. The pre-programmed timing of the mechanical stimulation is thought to improve the natural colonic mobility by leveraging the colon's biological clock. The disposable capsule is expelled with natural bowel movements. So it's a vibrating pill that you swallow. Works its way through. That helps to alleviate constipation, Shaw. You heard about this? I did. I just heard about it this morning. It's called Vibrant. Okay. And the FDA approved it. So it's legit. It's not just like these results have not been reviewed by the FDA. You know, you see that in the commercials Mm -hmm. with the drugs. This one, though, however, has been approved. They did it in August, and it just became available as a prescription this week. So you take a pill each night before bed. Is it each night or just when you're constipated? I think each night, I think, is what I saw. And the vibration stimulates nerve cells in your gut that help you go. So it gets down into your gut. And then I think it's like three minutes on, three minutes off. And it turns on and off and on and off and on and off. And over the mm-hmm. period of time, while it's in your system, it loosens things up and gets your gut to start working. Uh, you have to activate each pill before you swallow it. Then it vibrates for about two hours, stops for six hours, starts vibrating again for another two hours. The buzz lasts for three seconds at a time, followed by a three-second pause. Okay, so there we go. Uh, doctors tested it on 200 people who suffer from persistent constipation, meaning fewer than three bowel movements a week. Holy moly. Yeah, they got issues. Dude, they got I, problems. It's miserable, probably. Oh, I'm sure, and I feel terrible for them, but I just can't. I'm As a guy who's very regular, Shaw, and also That's, had colon issues and had to have a colon resection, I can't imagine only pooping three so times a week. So it works for them, though? Those people are 40% finding- of those people said it helped them go at least one additional time per week. Oof. Probably makes a difference. Also, less straining involved, right? So not so much of the... uh, Some people could feel the pills vibrating inside them, which they said wasn't uncomfortable or painful, obviously would be weird. Uh, They cost uh, $69 a month, 
and are not covered by insurance yet. But for 70 bucks, if you can get yeah. some relief from constant constipation, and eventually maybe your insurance will cover it, especially if you've got a you know lengthy battle with this yeah. kind of problem, then, then it might be a good thing. Hey, partner, come on, you got to relax. Don't force it. Get a blow out your O-ring. Drop a lung. Who does number two work for? That's right, buddy. You show that turd who's boss. Hey, just grab a hold of something, bite your lip, and give it hell. Come on. <laughs> We're going to get through this. <laughs> Again, it's called Vibrant, V-I-B-R-A-N-T. You can go to Vibrant Gastro. Dot com to find out more. Again, an FDA-cleared, drug-free treatment proven to promote more complete spontaneous bowel movements. Uh, they say it also has a, a low occurrence of diarrhea, so it doesn't overdo it. They've been testing it for 15 years, by the huh? way, so it's not like all of a sudden somebody went, hey, let's put this to market. It's been a long time that doctors have been working with patients. And again, these. you swallow it. It's not a suppository yeah, yeah, yeah. shot. It doesn't go on the other end. It. Don't go anywhere. Another dose of the best stuff from the morning sickness is on the way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. The best of the morning sickness. Only on. Favorite station. 95.7. The Rock. Uh, in their biggest ever drug haul, New Zealand authorities seized cocaine worth more than $300 million found floating in the Pacific Ocean. Police said they recovered three and a half tons of cocaine, which they estimate would be enough to supply all of New Zealand for 30 years. Oh, my gosh. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. 81 what? bales of cocaine seized, yeah. estimated to have been more than a half a billion dollars worth. You know the plastic trash thing that's floating around the Pacific Ocean? Yeah. It's reminiscent of that when you see the pictures of it. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Absolutely. It's not as big, but like you see it and you're like, hey, is that that plastic bales? trash thing in the ocean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, A 24-year-old man who's now been linked to an unusual string of crimes that kept the Dallas Zoo on the lookout for missing animals told police that after he swiped two monkeys from their enclosure, he took them onto the city's light rail system to make his getaway. Davian Irvin also said he loves animals and that if he's released from jail, he would steal more. Irvin arrested after asking questions at a Dallas aquarium about animals there. He's now charged with six counts of animal cruelty, two counts of burglary. He told police that on January 29th, he waited until dark, jumped the fence to get into zoo grounds, cut the metal mesh of an enclosure, and took the two emperor tamarind monkeys. He then got in the city's light rail before walking to a vacant home where he said he kept his animals. Police found the monkeys, named Bella and Finn, the day after they were discovered missing at the empty home. Uh, Multiple cats and pigeons were also in the home. Uh, The man also faces a burglary charge in relation to the escape of a clouded leopard named Nova, who was reported missing earlier last month. Mm. That A cut was found in her enclosure, and the zoo closed as a search was launched, but she was found later that day near her habitat. Uh, This is frightening. Four home invasions a kidnapped man, and a stolen truck in Altoona, Pennsylvania led three police departments to arrest a homeless man. Uh, Police arrested 37-year-old Robert Powers after he allegedly caused chaos throughout the city, even telling one homeowner, I'm Batman, as he tried to overpower her. Powers forced his way into four different homes uh, on February 6th. Uh, Police were initially called when a man identified as Powers, walked in through an unlocked door, and confronted a woman who lived there. The woman told police he put her in a bear hug and placed a hand over Uh. her mouth and told her, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. She was able to get free, and he then left the house. 
Powers then made his way into another home where he found a man outside. Powers allegedly put the man in a chokehold and dragged him into the house. Did he tell that guy he was Batman? No, too? he didn't in this case. Batman. No, he didn't. The man told police that Powers went through his pockets and took his money and a pocket knife that he used to hold the man hostage. Then he allegedly turned the man's gas stove on high and forced him into his truck before driving off with him. Oh, he made his oh. way across town at speeds of more than 100 miles an hour before he allegedly crashed. A woman living nearby... Uh, said that she was able to kick open the door, or he was able to kick open the door to her home and said to her multiple times, why did you do this, Mom? Oh, Ooh. boy. Not the woman boy. called 911. Not his mom? Uh, not his mom. Okay. Uh, police were called, and uh, they say that they took some effort to get him to comply with their commands, and it took a struggle to get him into custody. Oh, that guy was going for the record. He allegedly admitted he may have done meth or bath salts. Oh. Holy, here we go again, Batman. Jeez. That doesn't sound like activity Batman would do. No. He's not so get all stage. Crashing the truck. Money and better protected from mayhem like me. Mm-hmm. That whole fire thing. Right there. State. Yeah. Uh, this is the type of thing our robot overlords will use someday to prove they were mistreated. Uh, four years ago, a grocery store chain called Giant started adding robot helpers at all of its locations, mostly in Pennsylvania. I'm a helper. The robots are all named Marty. You know what robots don't do, Sean? What's that? They don't help. Well, these robots are six foot four, yeah. big googly eyes. Yeah, just what I need is six foot four right. robot. I'm already, uh, I already feel weird about my height. And they, they I get wheel to around. Towering over me, thanks. These are googly eyes. Yeah, they wheel around the store, scanning inventory and looking for spills. Uh, the googly eyes kind of make them look like they're enjoying it, but maybe not. Because earlier this week, a Marty at a store near Allentown, Pennsylvania, made a run for it. Someone posted a video after he escaped through the front doors and started making his way through the parking lot. Luckily, he doesn't move very fast, so an employee was able to catch up and get him back inside. Whoever posted the clip joked that he almost made it to freedom before he was wrangled back to his grocery prison. I don't think prison. he wants to be there. I guess not. Yeah, put googly eyes on it. That way he'll be more welcoming. He's right. Cute. He looks so innocent. Yeah. He's cute. Even though he's six foot four. You know what's six foot four and scary? Robots. Mm-hmm. Why don't you make him like four foot two? You know not who's this one? Like the tattoo R2 guy. R2D2 size. Fantasy Island. Yeah, we want R2D2. We don't want giant Terminator right. robots. We want little R2D2s with beep boop, beep boop, mm-hmm. beep boop, beep boop. Cute colors. This nice color cute. scheme. No. If you had to put googly eyes on him, there's a reason. Because it's a scary ass <laughs> To robot. distract you from how dangerous yeah, he is. They didn't put googly eyes on R2-D2. Mm. No. Don't need it. He just beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. Makes them woo. You know, <laughs> all those nice little sounds. R2, open the door for me. Come on, we're in the trash compactor. Oh, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. And then all of a sudden the door opens. Googly-eyed, six-foot-four mm-hmm. robot. I'm out of here. I'm going to go start Skynet. See ya. Yep. Uh, a couple in Canada returned home from a long trip. To find two this people had crazy. impersonated them. This is crazy. And How so- long were they gone? Well, actually, almost a year. Okay, all right. Uh, somebody had impersonated them and sold their home while they were away. Uh, they managed to take possession of the property through fake IDs. Police say several months after the sale, the actual homeowners learned that their house had been sold without their consent. Huh? The, the man and the woman are both wanted in the mortgage fraud investigation. Hold on. Gene needs a repeat here. All so right. these people went on... A I, long like, trip. Let's say a Not year. a vacation. Maybe like a work thing, right? Yeah, oh, I don't know what was the They lived somewhere else for a little while. Exactly. They live in Canada. They went somewhere for a year. They were gone. Somebody yep. in Canada impersonated. Found yes. out there was it somebody they knew. We don't know yet. Uh, well, right. this story doesn't say. Knew what, they were you gone. You have to assume they knew. Pretended right? they were them and then sold their house. And then Fake sold IDs the house. and then sold their house and pocketed all the money. Yeah. And so they're facing charges. Do you guys do cash when you sell a house? Can I just get it in cash in a briefcase? <laughs> no or? kidding. What the heck? <laughs> Crazy. 
Uh, uh, one person's trash is another person's treasure, we're told. And apparently it works the other way, too. A couple in Florida recently stacked their patio furniture and window screens out on their front lawn because they were power washing their house. Yeah, okay, I get but that. while they were in the back of the home, the garbage collector came and trashed everything. The couple oh, freaked no, out no, when they no, saw no, it was no, all no, gone. No, 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 A neighbor's didn't... security camera showed the furniture <laughs> no. was indeed taken by the garbage collector. How close to the curb was it? Well, apparently they have a very small yard, yeah. so it... I don't feel bad for them. Right. Well, the couple reached out to the company, but they didn't have much luck until they got the local news involved. It sounds like the items weren't salvageable, but they are going to get reimbursed. The couple claimed it was perfectly good furniture, but they say if it was mistaken for garbage, they're perhaps better off with the reimbursement check anyway. I would never set it over here by the trash. I'm not going to throw my furniture away. No, I wouldn't be throwing perfectly good furniture away and then leave the cushions behind. And I can't believe that the driver of the truck couldn't sit there and say, you know what, guys, don't mess with that stuff. That stuff looks new, which it was. Y'all made a mistake that day, and I'm just all I'm, all I'm expecting is just uh, for y'all to own up to it and just move on our merry way. Well, I, I can certainly feel bad for that guy. Yeah. As a person I who mean- used to collect garbage for a living... Look, dude, if it's anywhere remotely close to where the garbage is, then it's, it's probably garbage. going in the like hopper. Garbage, right? That's going in the hopper. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> yeah. You don't put it in the front yard if you don't want it going in the garbage. Well, especially can. on garbage day, because yeah. presumably that's just one day of the week. So, but you have it out there whenever dude, you want to. We clean would it have then, people but... put TVs out there, all sorts of craziness, man, and we're just right in the hopper. <laughs> Uh, and uh, just so you know, Uh-oh. if you break into a business and steal something, yeah. but yeah. promise to pay for it later, oh. it's still a crime. A 20-year-old man in Florida was arrested after he broke into a gas station. He stole dog food, antifreeze, cigarillos, and an electronic tobacco device. Well, that's a yeah. weird mix Strange of collection, right? Uh, he was caught because he left his ATM card on the counter intentionally. Yeah. After he was tracked down by the cops, he said he left it behind so he could pay for the items later. Police reminded him that breaking and entering is still a crime. So I just broke in with a knife. It's all on the security camera. I'm yeah, sure. we never watched it. What was your intention by leaving your card behind? Uh, so that I could come back later and pay for it. Just so they knew my name, you know? <laughs> just That's... in case I got picked up. <laughs> Why? I didn't want to steal anything. You know, it's wow. against the law. <laughs> of course not. I guess that's why I'm getting arrested. Why didn't you just write an IOU slip like right? they did in Dumb and Dumber? Fill the whole briefcase with IOUs. <laughs> Why not do that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, could you let the guy pay and then let him go? No, hmm. can't do that. Yeah, I don't think so. There was no other stores. Charges. No, no other stores where you could get some dog food and antifreeze right. and some cigarillos. <laughs> I can't believe that they sold the house. Boy, what is going on oh up there in gosh. Canada? Right. Well, and so. There was no bank. You had to write off on the with I, the bank. Look, note as people who have bought and sold houses, we know there's a lot. Is it not that hard in Canada? Is right? there a, like a much easier process? What the hell's going on? I'll just meet you on the corner with some cash. Right. It's a, it's well, is there, a, isn't there a title company involved? I, and, well, I suppose if you do for sale by owner and you do a and like you know you find someone a good handshake. Well, That's no, but you if you find there, someone so. that that is you know you're like looking at flipping houses and they want to get it cheap and you say hey look man we just we want to yeah. get out of the house and here's eighty grand and here's a house and see later smell you you know i guess i don't <laughs> come back from one year in your house is no longer yours <laughs> oh man brian gene and shaw get their best stuff every saturday morning all systems go the best of the morning sickness only on 95.7 the rock depends on how good or riveting or bad mm-hmm. it is 
What do you think the most popular Super Bowl party food is in America? Pizza. Nope. Go wings. Nope. Nope. Uh, chips and, and yeah, chips and salsa. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> She's like mentally laying out her party. I right, thought it's well, veggies. I'm doing guacamole. There you go. Guac, guac is up there, but it's not number one. That's, I'm huh. doing guacamole. Uh, it's not pizza, really. Um, Cocktail weenies. Ooh, are you in the ballpark, though? Is he in the ballpark with a, like a hot dog or a burger or something? <sighs> what are we missing here? Wait. Big toothpick. Meatballs? Ding, 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 really? ding, 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 ding. Somebody looked at Google data trends to compile a list of the most popular food for Super Bowl parties, and somehow... Meatballs. Meatballs is number one. Hmm. Grab a bag of frozen meatballs, you throw them in the crock pot, and you don't have to do anything, right? Well, I get that. They're easy (laughs) and delicious. Yeah. Guacamole, number two. Chips and salsa, three. Tater tots, number four. Tater tots, Interesting. Chili, number five. Buffalo wings, number six. Hummus, number seven. Nachos at number eight, pigs in a blanket, Shaw, mm-hmm. at number nine, and then spinach and artichoke dip at number mm, ten. All those things. Pizza good. did not make the cut, apparently. That's weird, isn't it? Seventy percent of people say they mainly eat appetizers on Super Bowl yeah, Sunday that's what we're doing. rather than a meal. Seventy-four percent say they make their own food for the game rather than ordering. Yeah. So pizza, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, you got some guys coming over for the pay per view or something like that. Yeah, you order some pizzas. But the Super Bowl party. You kind of make your own thing, right? You make your dips and your dishes and mm-hmm. then do a little snacking. Maybe some shrimp cocktail. I still don't know what the hell I'm going to do. <laughs> I might do that uh, Hawaiian, uh, King's Hawaiian bread, pull apart, ham and cheese, mm. bake. You ever yeah. seen one of those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cut the whole like thing in sandwiches. half. Yeah, you cut the whole thing in half uh, lengthwise. And then you put the bread in the or the uh, meat and the cheese in there. And then you put the top back on. You butter it. Uh, and it. then you bake it, and then it's uh, melty, delicious, and you pull it apart. I like to do one of those uh, pull-apart bread things, too, where, like, you take a loaf of bread, yeah, and then you cut it into slot, but you don't cut all the way through, Shaw. You cut it almost like a blooming onion. Okay. And then you stuff butter and garlic and all sorts of things inside and uh, herbs and spices mm-hmm. and whatever, and then uh, and cheese, and then you bake it, and then you pull it apart, and it's got its own, like, sort of dip on the inside. Mm-hmm. That or, sounds good. Yeah, it does. You want the best. Do they need the air? Do they need the air? Give them the air. You got it. That's the best part. The best of the morning sickness. Oh, it's the best. Saturdays on 95.7. The Rock. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the it is the weekend, and I wish we had gotten a really cleansing rain mm. at some point this week. For the, the bike? Wa- Man, it's going to be 45 and sunny tomorrow. Them. 45, dude. It's in my garage. I can just take it out. <laughs> but there's so much salt and sand. Mm, a little gritty. Uh, sunny in 45 in February, Shaw. Yeah, rare. Rare. Mm-hmm. 
And your boy didn't spend forty two thousand dollars on a motorcycle to take it out in that kind of <laughs> that kind of crap. It'll Don't stay. Dump it. It, it'll stay in there. Mm-hmm. I'm not so worried about dumping it. I'm more worried about the damage the salt and sand does to the uh, paint and all that crap. So, it. so I'll be a good boy and be do the smart thing and leave the bike in the garage. But uh, the weather tomorrow is going to be fantastic. Not too bad on Sunday either. Forty five, but some clouds. And uh, there's going to be plenty of stuff going on in and oh around gosh. lacrosse. So here we go, Shaw. Here's my list. Now, if you miss any of this, you can go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com and check it out. Three things to do in and around okay. lacrosse this weekend. Starting tonight, Winter Roots Festival icebreaker event at the Main and downtown lacrosse. I will be there. Doors open at 6. You can stop on in. It's free if you have your early entry tickets for tomorrow's Winter Roots Festival at the lacrosse center. But if you don't have those early entry tickets, it's only $5 to get in the door. At the main tonight, there's going to be some live music from Nobody's Dope. The Lacrosse Distilling Company is going to be unleashing a couple special variations of their Barbagazi Black Lager. That's pretty cool. Including a milk chocolate peanut butter version and an orange pistachio version. That's the one that got Sounds me. interesting. Yeah, doesn't it? Shaw, I'll be there. Mm-hmm. I'll buy you one. Nice. I'll buy you two. I'll pick you up. I'll carry you around. We'll, we'll, we'll sit we'll around in our underwear. We'll do it. Uh, also, real quick, and obviously the reason for this, the, the real reason behind it all, it's nice to get together and have fun and do all that stuff. But the Hunger Task Force is going to be there on hand uh, collecting non-perishable food items. So please bring down a bag full of cans, macaroni and cheese, peanut butter, whatever it is you got, mm-hmm. and uh, drop it off yep. if you're coming to the main and event space in downtown Lacrosse tonight for the Winter Roots Festival Icebreaker event. Again, doors are at 6, Shaw. Tomorrow, obviously, the Winter Roots Festival at the mm-hmm. Lacrosse Center. This is a, There's a lot here to unpack, Shaw. I'm not going to talk about every single thing that's going on, but... Uh, it starts at noon for the early entry tickets. It's one o'clock for the GA tickets. You can buy them online or get them at the door. There's going to be music. There's going to be a vendors area, which is free for people to attend. Yeah, this okay. is cool. So if you go upstairs, Shaw, when uh-huh. you get to the new Riverside Ball, up this big staircase, yep. and then along all the hallway, there is all the vendors. So local, you know, wares, people that do things with their hands, making those, and then the hunger task force and some raffles. Then you're around the corner and there's music. And yeah, so if you've got a birthday for somebody coming yep. up or if you've got uh, Valentine, obviously if you've got a Valentine, maybe you'll find something special with that mm-hmm. Valentine uh, with this uh, artisan craft maker market. I got market a really that they awesome got. candle there last year. And a bunch but of stuff. Uh, live music, food, beverages, a vendor market. There's going to be a silent auction and raffles to benefit the Hunger Task Force. And it all goes down tomorrow at the Lacrosse Center, the Winter Roots Festival. Check it out online. Go to lacrosselocal.com for more info and get your tickets I'll see you down there. It's going to be a hell of a good time, Shaw. Can't wait. Uh, and then, of course, on Sunday, Shaw, it's chicken queue season. Is it already? Yes. No. Nice. One of the big ones, the Chaseburg Soul Burner mm. Chicken Queue at the Tippy Toe Inn. It's a big one. This is for the American Cancer Society, uh, and it starts at 11 a.m. at the Tippy Toe. Continues until the chicken is gone, and it's always gone, by the way. <laughs> yes, it is. There's also going to be homemade pastries and baked goods available. And proceeds benefit the American Cancer Society, the Soul Burner of Chaseburg event that happens in September. You can join a team or donate. Uh, you can also just come to the Chicken Queue, enjoy some Chicken Queue on Sunday in the afternoon before mm-hmm. you go home and smell. and do it all for the Super Bowl. So, uh, and uh, speaking of the Super Bowl, there's no shortage of places that are having Super Bowl parties. Uh, you can, of course, you know, again throw the tennis ball somewhere and you'll find a, something going on. So much going on. But that is my list of three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. You can find my list on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. And if you're looking for any of the other events happening in our area, check out AroundRiverCity.com. Submit your events for free if you've got one coming up that you want us to talk about.
Shaw, you should come down to Winter Roots t- on Saturday, tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. Uh, Cheech is getting uh, an award inducted, if you will, oh, as cool. a local legend, as a musician who's been in every single that band, I think, of all time ever. <clears throat> I've never heard of him. Who is this Cheech you speak So if of? you want to come down for that, Shaw, that should be pretty cool later in the afternoon uh, down at Winter Roots nice. tomorrow afternoon. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.